0: Hello, hello, happy people. Thank y'all for tuning in. As always, it's your host, Devin Butler, joined by the one and the only, C.J. C.J. Proceis. CJ Proceis. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, and we building here. in Glad the place to here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. yes, sir. And we're joined by a New Jersey legend, a Notre Dame legend, and a football legend, bar none. I mean, Super Bowl champion, 1983 NFL MVP, and also, this is hits a little better for me because I played in the CFL as well. We got us a two-time CFL All-Star, mm. and he lived in Zom, which is Oof. the building that I lived in on campus too.
1: Man. So,
2: actually, Without no. any further ado. Oh, no, you didn't? that's not true. Everybody says I live in Zom. I lived in Walsh.
1: Oh, I lived, oh, in, I lived in Walsh oh, okay. I'm oh, sorry. I
2: wish, okay. So I can say it now. Maybe I wish I lived in Zahm. Okay. <laughs> no, that's all right. We'll, we'll
0: edit that part hey, out. It's i think all everybody wants to you. live in we, <laughs> we still love you, We still <laughs> love you. We love you. Thank you for joining us, Joe. How are you today? Joe Thiesman.
2: Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. I, um, I look forward to having a conversation with you. We've got some really wonderful things happening on campus right now. It's exciting. It's Notre Dame time again, and it's exciting football time. I mean, so many of our sports have done so well, our women's lacrosse, our women's soccer, our women's basketball, our baseball team. I mean, it's been a a wonderful place to be when it comes to athletics at the University of Notre Dame, not to mention our hockey teams. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's just incredible. When you look back over the last two, three, four years, and look at what's been accomplished uh, on the ice and on the court and on the different fields and uh, you know and now football's kicked off and we're all, I know all, all three of us are excited about that.
1: Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah, and that brings us to the Lucky Underdogs podcast itself. And you know, you talking about all the athletes on campus, and that brings us, you know, that's kind of why we came up with this uh, Lucky Underdogs podcast because we we it's, it's, we want to target those those guys who aren't the you know. Aren't the guys who get in the the media? Aren't the guys who get in the high NIL deals? The guys who got to work for every every spot they get, every play they get, and you know a lot about this because, like you, like I mean, I'll, looking the highlights of you, we know you were punt returner, played quarterback, you had to earn <laughs> your spot. Like you weren't, you weren't just given anything. You know, you like you had to go to the CFL and then come back to the NFL. So uh, I think the lucky underdog, really, you know, you're really really uh, you know really portray what the l- lucky underdog is and I'm really ha- happy to have you on so yeah,
2: thank you CJ you, you know it's 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 an honor to be with you guys and and so aptly named luck uh, you know lucky underdogs i think the lucky part is that we had the chance and the underdog part was people never really gave us much of an opportunity or mm-hmm. never thought we could have it and you had to fight for every opportunity when i when i went there in 1967 when i entered Notre Dame i was one of 13 quarterbacks I was five feet ten, 152 pounds. And see, back back in those days in the late 60s, what they did is they didn't recruit to specific positions. They didn't recruit a corner. They didn't recruit Mm -hmm. a wide receiver. They did, but not in numbers. They recruited quarterbacks in number. And what they did is they made other people something else. Mm -hmm. So, in other words, you know, of the 13 guys that I came into college with, 10 of them became Running backs, wide receivers, yep. linebackers, DBs. Yep. I mean, everybody went, but I was so skinny and small, they didn't know what to do with me. <laughs> so I just so wound up, you know, so I wound up uh, you know, just being a quarterback. And and as far as the punt returning went, I just I loved it. I love I love being on the field. Absolutely. I, I mean I don't know how you guys felt, but man, I loved practice. I just Absolutely. loved the other daylights out of practice. And then when we were freshmen, we weren't eligible. All we were mm-hmm. was somebody for the varsity to beat up. And, you yeah. know, guys like Mike McCoy and and those guys just beat the living daylights out of me, to be honest. <laughs> no, and, you
1: know, them I them think we kind of really right – uh, yeah, we definitely relate to that because, um, you know, my freshman year, it was all Manti Teo, Stephon uh Lewis Nix, them guys just beating me up while I was just playing scout team. And, uh, you know, definitely, you know – Coming just coming up, man, you know, it's, it's the lucky underdog, man. You know, it's the, the special teams and the, the practice, the competition, that's really where it all comes from. So that's uh, oh, I a mean, yeah. great special hearing that me and yeah,
0: CJ that. spent a lot of
1: times on special teams mm-hmm. together. I mean yes, sir. Yes, sir. I think
0: we were all four running teams
1: every time every year.
0: Sophomore, junior, freshman year, all four of them things.
2: And you know what's funny, Deb, is um people ask me all the time if you know if you could go back, if you were healthy enough, if the good Lord gave you one game. Where you could go through it and be healthy enough? What would you want to do? So let me mm-hmm. let me be a punt returner.
0: Oh, yeah. That's how you one more shot yes, I, yep.
2: I know I can break one, Coach. I oh, know yeah. it. Just, mm-hmm. you know, just create a little seam for me. I had one against the down. Actually, I started my first two years in Washington as a punt returner as well.
1: Yeah.
2: And mm-hmm. I had I had one. I had a return against the Cowboys down there at Texas Stadium, and man, I just the, the <laughs> seeds parted in front of me. I mean, oh, I, man, all I could do was yeah. the goal line, and I wasn't yeah. necessarily. I wasn't real slow, but I wasn't real fast. I was more Mm -hmm. make people miss. But you know, on a punt return, when people are running down at you, you make about nine of a miss. They're going. Oh yeah, yeah. It it parts its ways, and I'm running up the field, and somebody catches my foot. And I, I go flat, I go on my face, and I looked up, and man, there was still nobody in front of me. I'm going, Oh man, man have been right. Opportunity right there.
1: Hope point. it wasn't a punter. Hope it wasn't a punter.
2: No, it, no, was, no, it wasn't <laughs> it was <something> really fast. <laughs> All right,
1: nice. So, you, at least, I didn't make so for it, that you makes te- up for it. As
2: you were
0: telling that story, <laughs> I'm, I'm from DC, but I'm a Cowboys
2: fan. So that story,
0: time. I was a little torn on it. I was like, Ah. Don't ask yeah, me yeah, how it yeah, happened. My everybody, from got, everybody
2: has the right to like somebody. But sometimes you make the wrong choices in life. We all know that. I think this is going to be a very interesting year for the Cowboys. Talk a little pro ball. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, obviously for Dak, it's a big year. For Mike McCarthy, it's a really? big year. He's taken over the offense. You know, there is te- – mm-hmm. I, I made this comment last year. See if you agree with me as a Cowboy fan. And, CJ, mm-hmm. who's your team?
1: I'm a I'm a Seattle Seattle Seattle. See, I like drive, Seattle. Seattle's my yeah. sleeper this year. Oh yeah, Saturdays. Seattle last uh, Seattle. Cowboys
2: okay. yeah. last year man. were the most talented, undisciplined football team in the National Football League.
1: Mm-hmm. They yeah. made yeah. mistakes yes,
2: to beat themselves yeah. on umpteen occasions, lining up off sides, uh, illegal hit, late hit. Um, you, you know, not right you, here you name it, they did it. They went yeah. down the entire checklist of how can we lose a football game. And that's what they did last year. But yeah, that was one talented football team.
1: And I think even from the head coach down, kind of sometimes, you know, from the time management yeah. as far as the game management wise, oh, he's man. not, not, not not sometimes the best, not the you know. Right? <laughs> we you know, know, I got, we, we got, I got a lot college of college
2: football more than anything. College yeah. football, it's like it's amazing how, you know how they lose track of timeouts. It, yeah. It's like in the middle of the first quarter, clock's running down, and they take a timeout. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You, they're, yeah, they're like gold to us. You know, playing the quarterback it's, position. Yeah. I used to run the two-minute drill myself. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't get signals mm-hmm. in from the sidelines. We knew exactly what we were going to do. Right. We had about five That's basic pass plays, about three runs, right? Yep, That's what we mm-hmm. did. And that's, that's the way I ran the, the offense. We ran it efficiently. We ran it quickly. We called two plays at a time. And it was my job to keep an eye on the clock. Say I also had a lucky mm-hmm. thing in Washington, for example, just like at Notre Dame, I was the holder for the kicker. Mm-hmm. Oh, Scott nice helped so, with the yeah, kicker with us nice at impression. Notre Dame. And then Mark Mosley was a, an MVP in 1982 in Washington. He was the kicker. Care- I knew exactly how much, you know, how close we had to get to be able to have him have an opportunity to make yeah. kicks. so a little bit yeah, of yeah. super yeah.
0: involved in that operation time. And then even if you want to build any wrinkles off of that, you've got the man right there. So Absolutely. yeah. I always See, say I'm you're the so most prepared.
1: prepared. They
2: always it, say you're the to. most
1: prepared. Yeah, we just
2: have, you know, it, it goes with the position. It's the responsibility <laughs> that goes with mm-hmm. the position. You basically need to know what everybody's doing. Um, yeah. and, and even today, yeah, you know, I, I think I don't. I think you guys will agree with me. I think the most underappreciated position, besides running back, okay, to be honest, oh, with yeah, you know, oh, yeah. They're getting no love. But the center <laughs> position is yeah. one of the most underrated and underappreciated positions. I mean, hardest,
1: to me, second hardest position on the field for sure.
2: Absolutely, <laughs> well, uh, the corner. High. Yeah, corner. I would say you know corners <laughs> yeah, up there. Yeah, corners yeah. up there, corner, but you know corner. I think just oh, yeah. quarterbacks. You know, quarterbacks are pretty important
1: positions. You know I would say you know yeah. quarterbacks are definitely one. I say corner and center. I mean they're up there because you, mm-hmm. yeah. you, 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 like the the you know center you got to especially dealing a guy like Aaron Donald. You know exactly. You know then you got to go get all the checks, make sure everybody's lined mm-hmm. up. Man, it's, it's it's a tough position for
2: sure. And how do you play? How do you play corner today? At any level, college level, pro level. Man, I mean, you know, the yeah, only thing that's tough, is, Devin, you know this, you're up in the CFL. Mm-hmm. You know, in the, in the oh, yeah. CFL, wow. all five receivers are at full speed when they <laughs> yeah. hit the line of scrimmage.
0: I'm going to get that 10 it's yard unfair. head start, that 10 that's yard motion. Dangerous.
2: Dangerous. And in the defensive line has to be a yard off the ball. I mean, mm-hmm. I love playing up. A- man. I, I just, oh, I yeah, really yeah. I can
0: imagine playing yeah. offense in the CFL is probably lovely and yeah, then I, in the I, return yeah. game. They got to give you five yard halo in the return game. Did, wow, heard, man, this
2: is just easy. I return kicks up there too. So oh yeah, for people that don't understand that are watching, don't understand the Canadian football league. If you miss a extra point, if you miss a field goal, for example, or you punt the ball in the end zone, if it's not returned out, it's considered a rouge or a single, especially with punts. Mm-hmm. So at the end of a half or the end of a game, it was my job to catch the ball and punt it back out of the end zone to save a point if we had to. Wow. that's Those come in handy. I've
0: seen, I've seen sure. games yeah. lost yeah. off of those. I've seen yeah, games sure. lost, yeah, won I mean. and lost off of that.
1: Especially, I'm sure like playoff games and stuff, you got to like make sure oh, you stand yes. on top of them t- type of Absolutely. plays. Them, every point matters. Yep. Every mm-hmm. point yeah. matters. You know that, yeah. Yeah, now they
0: they do that. They pay. They make that an emphasis every year when the international players come up to Canada and they're in training camp. They're like, "Hey, make sure you know what we're trying to get done here." Because right. yeah. don't just jog really, off the field, think it's a touchback.
2: Know the rules, man. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I tell you, watching the uh, watching the Irish over the last couple of weeks, um, mm-hmm. I nice. think. You know, last year we had a couple games get away from us. I think the Marshall game was a game everybody would have conceded and said, okay, it's a game we should have won. Navy's always been a thorn in our side. I mean, always. I'll tell you something. If I was, not that I'm wanting to coach, but if I was having (laughs) any input into what Navy does, because they run that triple option so well, I would put together a passing package off of it, and you would have people so wide open like they did against us.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. They had had some guys guys get behind the DBs.
2: Wide open all over the place. You Mm -hmm. could be really dangerous. But, you know, these last two games, if we're going to be the kind of football team that Marcus wants us to be and us as fans want to be, this is the way they should go. You Mm -hmm. know, we we should be. Middle Tennessee. We Mm. should beat Nate. We should beat handedly,
0: Handedly. Handedly.
2: Just like we did. Now, state's Mm going to be a little bit more of a test for us before we get ready for Ohio State. I'm going to be out for the Ohio State game. So I'm doing, okay. A, okay. I'm doing an great. autograph session at the bookstore. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Might awesome. have to, oh, yeah. You might have it's to a, drive
0: up there and see if, yeah. if I can come get me a uh, football. Uh, uh, well, well, hey, school.
2: you know, I give you an <laughs> I'll give you an autograph book. <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. No yes, yeah, no sir. So, so Joe, how, how
1: are you feeling about the our, our quarterback right now? Because, I mean, everybody's buzzing. I'm loving him as, you know, playing as an ex receiver, yeah. running back. I would have loved to have that type of guy, but under center, just being able to. Giving it to all the all the targets that we had when I was when we were there. So, what are you feeling about this 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 uh, the Sam Hartman guy? How are you feeling? I like
2: him? Sam. I was yeah. out I was out doing some stuff on campus um, just before the spring game, and I yeah. had a chance to visit with him. Had a chance to talk to him. Uh, we text text him. I text him before every game. I text him after a game. Oh, no, just, nice. just you know yeah, yeah. not critiquing yeah, I know him. that does you good. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. it, it was, was good funny listening hearing. to him. I told him. I said. You know, being in Ireland was a great experience for the guys. Mm. But I will tell you, I'm curious to see what kind of goosebumps you get when you run into that stadium for the first <laughs> it
1: time. It is a you whole Notre Dame
2: uniform of on sports. the band yeah. going crazy? The fan going fans going crazy. Uh, and he said, "Man, it was incredible." Oh, uh, I really like him. I mean, you know, it's his sixth year. Mm-hmm. He's thrown a lot of footballs. This is really you'd have to say over the last, other than Jack having the year he had a few years back. Um, you know, we really haven't had this kind of a player at the position you know, absolutely move around. And you know, Tyler was so young last year, wound up getting hurt, and so everybody's really in and out. Drew's you know, in and out, and and I think Sam fits the mold. Sam reminds me a lot of uh, uh, Kaleeb Williams out in uh, USC. Yeah, he's you know, Ooh. he's a big guy, throws the yeah. ball well, has good mobility yeah. if he needs to. Um, and I think Jared Parker's done a terrific job with this offense. I mean. You know, I mean, we have been basically a tight end run the football offense for a lot of years.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And now yeah,
2: our too. wide receivers are involved. Obviously, he's coached the position, so he knows. But, you know, and Sam's the kind of guy who can get it out there. The thing that impresses me, though, is our defense.
1: Absolutely. Always, always, always.
2: Man. Yes. Our D line is always, we're always putting guys into the pros. Our offensive line, we're always putting guys into the pros. Mm-hmm. But now you look at the the corners, the safeties, you know, the wide receivers.
1: Yes. Yeah. We got some
2: we got speed. Got, got a, lot speed, a lot
1: of speed, yeah, a lot of speed, yeah. a lot of speed, a lot of depth, and a lot of physicality. A lot of physicality, yes. Marcus is a great linebacker. Side. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Oh, yeah. When you got a former linebacker as a head coach, the whole team is going to follow that physical mindset on the football field. Like it's it's inevitable, I feel like.
2: Well, he set the tone. I, I thought he set the tone last year. Well, the guys set the mm-hmm. tone. When he yes. was announced as head coach, how mm-hmm. everybody went nuts in the locker room. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah he I let him, you he know.
2: About appreciation for someone. And he earned that respect. You know, we, I was having a conversation today with a buddy of mine, a uh, young man that's a really, very dear friend of mine. And we were talking about that term leadership and respect. You know, respect is something you have to earn. Mm-hmm. Leadership that's is point. something you exhibit, but you don't have to be vocal about it. Everybody knows. They know if you're a leader. Yeah. They know if you have the ability to be able to get the job done under pressure, to do the things that you need to do, to not wilt under pressure. Uh, at the end of the game, it's, it's the guys that say, hey, give me the ball. Let me make a play. Good. If you're a corner, throw it at me. You know, Good. those kind of things. And, and uh, respect is the most important thing anybody can have. You know, as a quarterback, we're talking about the position, which is funny. The quarterback position is is obviously – I think it's the toughest position to play in all the professional sports and it's darn tough at the collegiate level, especially now with everybody moving around all over yeah, the place. Yeah, hey, guys, wouldn't we like to have had NILs then?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Even a couple Ooh, years ago, you yeah. know, like, man, yeah. it's
2: like
0: – we then, just
2: have our own TV show. Oh no, um, we have mm-hmm. yeah, right.
0: yep, that's <laughs> yeah. that's the one right there. The respect mobile, yeah, respect mobile, is like
2: gosh. you don't have, you don't have to be liked. You know, not everybody's going to like everybody, but man you have to be respected. Whenever when all those guys when you put your chin straps on and you get out on that football field, the guys got to know that they can count on. It. You have to count on the guy next to you, but you have to count on the guy behind the center and I, I think what what uh, Sam has been able to do is through through training, through the training camps, through spring games, through all that practice, I think you know the guys look at him and say, "Hey, look, there's our guy." Yeah. You know, but he, again, he's his sixth year. I don't know if he's going to come back for a seventh. Who knows? <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't I mean, think he'll I'll need be, one. He shouldn't need nah, one after this yeah, season. Hopefully. He should not. need yeah, one I after this. He's one shown after. enough. He's definitely. He's he'll shown be on TV. Enough. He'll be on TV what 14 times this year. So he should. He should have enough. Uh, he's enough always film. on TV. Yeah. <laughs> he should yeah. have enough film. Hey, I got, all
2: right. I got a question for each of you, Devin. You go first. All
1: right. Should
2: we? Should Notre Dame join a conference?
0: No, I don't think they should. And I know that it's, it's tricky now with Stanford joining the ACC, so that's going to throw a wrinkle into the rivalry games versus the league games. But I, I'm a fan of us remaining independent. I love the power that that brings us and the notoriety that that brings to us. We're able to really dictate, and whatever we do, we we do our way. And I, I love that about Notre Dame. That's something that stuck out to me when I was in high school. and. I want them to stay independent. I think it's nice. I mean, a championship game would be cool to play in an ACC championship game, but I also think that it's something to be able to go 12-0 and 0 and have the stacked schedules that we can have and not have to win it, not have to play a championship game and still be in the college football playoffs, especially with the expansion of the playoffs as well. I think it will
1: right. be pretty easy for us to get it. How about you, CJ? Uh you know, I'm still kind of torn. I'm always a little torn on it. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm I enjoy the, the the kind of the bold ties we get from the ACC for sure. Uh, you know, I, I love being independent and everything, but I I would, I, would, I definitely would I definitely think I would like to just be in a be in a conference. Uh, I always would like to be in. I always thought we should be in the Big Ten. You know, I mean, I know for ACC wise, it's probably better to play for, us exactly. But I know ACC better <laughs> for all other sports like <laughs> you know basketball <laughs> yeah. and then like lacrosse is ACC like way better and soccer and everything's like probably better for Notre Dame. But uh, it kind of more matches us. But but the Big Ten, I always want to play them football wise. Like that was that was kind of the conference I wanted to be in personally. So that, that was kind of that's just me personally. Like you know Notre Dame, but we definitely got to stay independent. That's just that's our power that keeps us who we are. I feel like for sure. I what about so, you I Joe? what do you think Guys,
2: you know I, I agree with yeah. you I think that I think being independent gives us options and opportunities. I think Jack's done a real good navigating Jack Schwrbuck our, our yeah. AD, has been a really good done a really good job navigating all of the things that are going on. And one of the questions I ask people nowadays when they say should Notre Dame join a conference I say what conference? every mm-hmm. you know big ten, big 12 everything's mm-hmm. changing. Yeah you know, the all the way around. Stanford, Stanford, Cal. Uh, Crying out loud, SMU, Stanford and Cal don't get any money for three years. (sighs) SMU doesn't get anything for nine years.
1: Yeah, that's that's insane. Yes, I saw that today, actually.
2: I I just sort of scratched my head a little bit. I I like where we are until there's a little bit more of a defined um, conference that we can look at and say, you know, what – and I've always asked this question. What does Notre Dame bring to a conference – and what would a conference bring to Notre, Notre Dame? Dame. Mm-hmm. I think exactly. we bring a lot yeah, more than, the than exactly. a conference would. And you know, to me, sure. I'd, I'd rather compete for the big prize. It's like it's like let's take the NFL, okay, as an example. You know, you're not competing for a uh, NFC East title. You know that t- that's a conference title, okay? right? Okay, that's basically a conference title. You're playing everybody in your conference. You won the title, big deal. You know, it's right. it's all it does in the NFL it gives you a maybe a buy. Maybe an opportunity to have a, a, home, bit game.
1: Of yeah, a well, home game. You might get a home game. little home game.
2: You want to put a ring on your finger?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. That's the goal. That's the goal every season. Well, that's
1: what you sure. want. To, you
2: want a national championship. Absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. We we've, we've been close. I, I I'm excited about this football team of ours. I think you know we've got some tests coming up. Like I said, you know the teams that we're supposed to handle, we have. Yes. And now mm-hmm. we're going to start to get into. You know we've got Clemson coming up. Got USC coming up. Obviously Ohio State. Uh, but you can't you can't stub your toe along the way like we have in the past.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that. I think I think we've got the experience and the attitude that'll deter that from happening. Yeah, especially with Sam, I think that this I think this team is definitely going to go a long way. Um, one of the uh, segments that CJ and I have here, we uh we give our underdogs of the week for for the Notre Dame game, and um, I'll start mine. And uh, I loved the way angeli played out there when he got his snaps. I loved the confidence and the poise that he had in the pocket. And I think his touchdown throw, that late touchdown throw that he had, was, in my opinion, that was probably one of the best plays of the game. I mean, he, he didn't panic. He sat in there. He shook off some blockers, and he delivered a strike downfield. Um, so how important do you think it is for Steve to get some experience, early in his career or early in the season, then, you know, especially for next year since Sam Hartman won't be back and it, it'll be good for Steve. How, how do you feel about that?
2: I think it's vital. I, I was really mm-hmm. glad, like you. I was glad to see him get on the field. I was glad to see him perform the way he did. Um, it, it's, you know, these games are providing Marcus with some great opportunities and Jared, they're giving him a chance to be able to get him some reps, We all know you can listen. I tell people all the time. I could read a book on tennis. I could learn everything about tennis. And now you want me to go play Rafael Nadal. What do you think (laughs) the outcome is going to be?
0: Say good luck Uh, with that. If you're
2: standing on on the sidelines, just signaling things in, what are you learning? No, I think it's these games are providing us with an opportunity for the what if. Yeah. What if something happens to Sam? Where do you go? Right. You know, like like you know, look at Tyler's situation a year ago. Mm-hmm. You're the, yeah. You know, you're starting at Notre Dame. You're in your third year, or second year, I guess, with third or second or third yeah. year, and you're opening at Ohio State. How's that for? A, how's that for a, a beginning? It's no of bigger than that. that.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's it No bigger than that.
2: Whereas Steve's got a chance now to sort of feel his way in, and they get to know him. He gets to know the offense. He gets to know the guys. The guys get to know him. I, I think it, it. I think it was a definite. It's a. It's a perfect analysis of somebody who's taking advantage of an opportunity that is being presented to them. Definitely.
1: definitely. And so actually one, actually, a question I want to ask you too, just because we're on the topic now. So transfer, the transfer portal, you know, big thing right now, NIL big thing right now. So with Notre Dame bringing in a guy like Sam Hartman, do you think moving forward, is that is that our new formula? Is that our new agenda? Because, you know, in I the past, we really haven't been able to develop a quarterback to the, to right. this, this, the place where Sam Hartman is. And, you know, obviously every guy isn't going to come in and be that guy, but we haven't had that guy in um, a low, a while now. So do you, think, do you think that this, that's our new formula to maybe bring in a guy? Or, you know,
2: I think it's going to, I think it opened the door for us. You know, mm. I, I've, I, I've never felt like the portal was something that would benefit college football. Yeah. I think the NIL mm-hmm. the NIL created just as a sidebar. The NIL created a situation where we no longer have amateur sports in college at the college level. Absolutely it's semi-professional yeah. sports yeah. played absolutely. by people. Yep,
1: absolutely. 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 But
2: as far as the portal goes, up until we got Sam, I wasn't a fan.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. But I don't see I don't see us at Notre Dame going whole hog like they did say at USC. Right. USC, I think they brought in 22 guys. I don't even know. I mean, uh, I don't even know what, you know, Dion's a dear friend of mine. And, uh, yeah. oh, you know, yeah, yeah they, they got, got a whole show, thing. man. Did they put on a show or what?
1: Oh, man. Oh, absolutely.
0: I was, I was tuned in from kickoff to kick to too. the yeah, end.
2: I didn't, it was, I, didn't, I, mean, even was up, I didn't even get up to go get something. <laughs> That was was just such that a great game. Break, get some to drink. And after,
1: <laughs> I was at Disney World with my yeah. son, and I'm over here on my phone trying to check the game the whole time. So listen, <laughs> it, was at, it was that it was exciting.
2: Trust
0: me, I you know on it. the teacups, you on right. the teacups, trying to check the scores, spinning <laughs> yeah. out. Like, yeah, oh, I
2: think oh. I, you know what I think it was I think it's great for Colorado. I think it's great for college yeah. football.
1: Yeah,
2: uh, mm-hmm. you know, and, and uh, what we saw last night with LSU and Florida State. I've known Mike Norvell for a long, long time, and of course, Coach Kelly. For a yeah. long time, and uh, I'll tell you, those those guys, uh, those guys in the second half at Florida State look like a bunch of men.
0: You they see, really they did. some the ball. They had, and they and I think LSU is
2: going to be a heck of a football team going forward, but they just uh, they got shell shocked early out. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's going to be interesting. You know, Alabama's Alabama is yeah, Alabama. Georgia's know. Georgia. Uh, Michigan's Michigan. Notre Dame is Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's going to be fun. What scares me about the portal and the NIL situation is the bigger schools that have the opportunity to offer more to the athletes will be the ones that will get those athletes. Um, But there's a whole lot of very, very good football players that are not in division one. They're not getting NIL deals. You know, they're not gonna move around. Hey, here's a question again. How do you recruit as a coach today? Knowing full well that you've got yourself a a five-star coming out of high school. And by the way, they're awarding NILs to high school kids, which is just oh, yeah. crazy. Crazy,
0: crazy.
2: How do you recruit? I mean, how do I sit down in somebody's living room knowing that there are ten other major colleges after this kid? We sit down, and he decides to go to my school. I, I've heard coaches they can't they cannot put out a depth chart for the spring game.
0: Crazy. Because those kids will be out of there after, the after that. You need to <laughs> go. Right. Yeah, and it it's just it's tough.
2: It is. It's made it more difficult. And that's why I think the integrity at the University of Notre Dame, who we are as a college, uh, I think a lot of people go there because of that. Absolutely. And you know, they have great opportunity to to get the exposure they want it. they want to move on to the next level. But I, I really, you know, it makes me so proud to wear, you know, I can't wear my class <laughs> ring because it doesn't even fit over my <laughs> pinky. Uh, I I think when you ask
0: about the recruiting in today's climate, I think it's, it is really important that you're getting those right kind of kids, you know, those kids that are driven by the right kinds of things. So I think, you know, it's, it's, and I think recruitment always has been very driven by the, the families and the parents. I think that's, Something yeah. that's a real driving factor in yeah. recruitment, so you know there's those those people that are driven by the flash and they just want the bling, and then you got those people that want somebody that truly connects with them and somebody that can understand where they're coming from and I think that it's definitely made it a challenge, but um I think that it just puts more of a challenge on the parents of the kids nowadays, yeah, I think yeah. I think it's Absolutely. not so much a challenge on. The institutions and the coaches, I think it's more so on the parents in today's society that have those the, the real troubles with this recruiting thing.
2: And I think it I think the other part of it too with NILS, I think there's obviously there's financial need by some of these young guys.
0: Yeah. For their yeah, family. Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: You know, yeah. you you've got you've got yourself a you know, you've got yourself a terrific young high school football player. Now not only is he going to get a scholarship, which is worth at Notre Dame about a quarter of a Billion dollars, a quarter mm-hmm. of
0: a million dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not yet, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> uh, sure, you. You know, do, do the right do, things. So. What,
2: Sixty thousand a year, something like that. So I don't yeah. know what the number is, mm-hmm. but you, you now, not only do you get the scholarship, but you also have an opportunity to to be able to take care of your family at a very young age, and and yeah. you just pray and hope that there's responsibility there, so that you know the opportunity that's presented to them is going to be able to provide that opportunity for their family as well yeah
1: and i think uh, i think it speaks a lot i think it speaks a lot to coach freeman as well when you look on the look on the field on saturday and you see a lot of juniors seniors a lot Mm -hmm. of older guys on the field guys not transferring not transferring out who really stand there for that competition because now we see if 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 i got to compete a little bit a guy might be a little better than me i'm leaving you know, yeah, and you know that's and that's kind of the that's what the guys are doing now. So it really, I think it really speaks a lot to what Coach Freeman has done with the program. Is that you know you see a lot of older guys there, um, guys who were there with Coach Kelly. You know, guys who decided to so, you know I'm gonna stick <laughs> it out with Coach Freeman, um, even though he wasn't the coach that might might have recruited me. So uh, I think you know those are the guys that Notre Dame is gonna keep on getting. Um, you know, as far as the NIL thing. Uh, you know, I think they keep getting their money. You know, let them enjoy. You know, it's obvious it's a wild, wild west yeah. right now. Um, is, the yeah. high and you know that the high school it's just when it creeping into high school. It's just it, I, I hate that so much because it's like yeah. man, like it's like just when I when I seen the kid. Uh, I think I forgot the kid from Texas. Maybe who like sat out his whole senior year. Yeah, because he got like paid by like high one school. He sat out his yeah. own senior year because he got paid like one point five mil. I'm telling you, man, yeah. it's just oh wow, I, yeah, that, That's
2: different. See, that's yeah. where that's where the you know the government stuck their toe in it and they mucked it up. Now it's yeah. a chance for them to stick their toe back in and sort of right the wrong oh, when it comes right. to that level. Um, yeah, you know the 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 other thing about you know the portal in Notre Dame. One of the great things about it is is you're going to get an education mm-hmm. at the University of Notre Dame. You know, and, and there's no tell you could get hurt. Who knows? And then but oh, yeah. but your Notre Dame education has so much value. And the other thing is, is when you really when you look at at the at the portal, we talk about recruiting and guys moving from team to team. A lot of these young guys think they have talent. They are, yeah. they're talented individuals, yeah. but it's not developed.
1: Yes. You yeah. spent
2: four yeah. years at Notre Dame. How good a running back were you, CJ, when you were at Notre Dame your freshman year versus when you left?
1: Didn't even play running back until senior (laughs) year.
2: (laughs) Better better you as a football player.
1: Exactly. You know. I know. What now is you get all these young guys that are
2: moving from school to school. They're getting no training. And remember, at the college level, coaches can only spend twenty hours a week
1: with Mm -hmm. the player. Yeah, yeah. It's not
2: like the NFL. A little bit. That's a day and a half for us.
1: Right. Maybe a little. Maybe.
2: You have a full day at the NFL level, right? So, so, where are you going to get the training to be uh, a great blocker, a great re- runner, a great DB? Where, you know, where are you going to get that from if you're going from place to place to place?
1: place? To place. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, and so I'm learning one technique, I'm learning another technique, I'm learning to me. It hurts, it hurts you as a player,
1: absolutely. If you're
2: absolutely. really that absolutely. good, stay where you are, stay where uh, right. fight stay for the job, and and you know, people mm-hmm. are going to recognize it, and then after a couple of years, if it doesn't work, hey, at least you got some foundation under you, right. instead of just yes.
1: hopping after the first. And time. it's like, you know, some guys, it's like, hey, God, you, you got to play three years anyway. You know, yeah. you got you got to get in there for three years. Got to. You got right. to. So it's like you might as well got to go. Got to go at least go one place. You know, you don't have to go all over right. the place. But we
2: agree. We, we definitely
1: agree. We definitely agree on that one. But yeah. I, let me. I, I do want to throw my underdog of the week in there before you know before we oh, yeah, get yeah, out yeah. of here. Uh Jason Onye. He blocked the field. He blocked the uh the field goal. Mm-hmm. And then we after that, we kind of just started running through him at the, at that point. So um Jason Onye, hell of a game. I think you guys' his first tackle mm-hmm. as of last week against Navy, had five tackles this week. Um a guy is definitely, I a, wouldn't be
0: surprised. definitely underdog. I wouldn't be surprised if he's not team underdog for much was, longer. He's like, hey, he, he 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 moving he up, he's
2: definitely moving up to the, the industry, definitely moving up industry. Yeah. Man. My he guys, does. I don't know. i I'm, I'm not sure of his name, our tight end.
1: Oh, I like um, yes. Um, Number 88? Not, yes. Not, Holston, no, not Holden. Uh, Holden, is, yep. Holden stays. He's the other one. But the other one is 88. Yeah.
2: Yep. I, I just, yeah, you know, really I good. think that, uh, you know, with, with uh, um, you know, moving on to the position, I think that, you know, it, it becomes very valuable uh, in the passing game especially what we want to do, as much as we want to run the football. Absolutely. You know, you're going to get the safeties up, and all of a sudden you're going to have the middle of the football field. But I, I love I love everything about the, what the university is doing. I'm excited to get out there. Like I said, I'll be at the bookstore um, on Saturday before the Ohio State game, uh, I'm hoping so, people stop by and say hi because, you know, I'm, I may have worn burgundy and gold, but I still bleed green and <laughs> gold. Now,
1: yes, Me it was blue and gold. We did
2: have, <laughs> have all those different <laughs> helmets and colors, man. Right. We had gold <laughs> helmets, blue jerseys, white jerseys, and gold pants. That was it. Yeah. That was my board. Have you, was Real simple have, board. You seen
0: any, have you seen any uh, new of the Notre Dame jerseys that you were like, ooh, I wish I could have wore that one. I wish I could have put that one on. Has there been you know, any of the Shamrock series I'm that you
2: like? I'm anxious to look at them. Okay. Look at
0: them. All right. uh, yeah, yeah. But, nah, they look uh, I nice
2: I a, you know, I think so much of Notre Dame is a, a tradition and I'm a traditionalist. So being able to have the gold helmet, being able to put on that uniform. Uh, as a matter of fact, what a lot of people don't realize is I practiced, I think, for a cotton bowl because I've seen pictures with the number 41 on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's like I just saw a picture <laughs> of the other day. Somebody sent it. It's like, holy, I forgot all about that. But uh, man, I've always been. You know, back. when I was in Notre Dame, we you couldn't wear double-digit numbers. The quarterback position did not have double digits. Coley O'Brien was three. Terry Hanratty was five. I was seven. Bob Belden was nine. And we didn't wow. have. Uh, I don't. I think I don't. It was Rick Meyer? Rick might have been the first, possibly, to wear a double-digit uh, at the university. Right I love. I love the traditions we have there.
0: Yeah. No, Absolutely. that's a, that's awesome, that's man. Can't be Thank there. you so much, Joe, for yes, coming Thank
2: on. You. Oh, Thank guys, you guys really yeah, yeah, appreciate it. I with the shows. You guys are terrific. Yeah, uh, sure. uh, it's fun being with you. I'll, hopefully, we'll do it again.
1: Yes, sir. And oh, Joe, yeah. wait, wait. Definitely one we'll last question for back. you, Joe. One last question. So, we're, we're young, we're young into the game, you know, just finished our football careers, going into our sports casting or, you know, podcast careers. What, what's the one, you know, one piece of advice you
2: got for us? I would say this when you ask your question, uh, and this happens with a lot of people that do interviews, they ask questions and all of a sudden they make it multiple choice. For example, I'll give you an example. Say, let's say with CJ, okay. Hey CJ, listen, great being with you, thank you so much. You know, when you played at the University of Notre Dame, what was it like? That's the question. Then what happens, the mistake people make would say, what's it like? Uh, did you enjoy being on campus? Did you enjoy, not, uh, you know, was it li- what was it like not having a fraternity? Don't give multiple choice. Right. <laughs> ask the question let the person answer it listen to what they say and then develop other questions as the conversation goes on from what they have to say so you have your list of questions you have the things you want to talk about but then you know i found in doing interviews i'll have a list of of 10 questions i'll get to two right because the person that i'm interviewing all of a sudden starts to take me in a different direction
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah
2: you know, stuff and like you,
0: you got to be able, be able that, to follow that. That
2: makes for a clean interview. Plus, you give the person who's the guest the opportunity to be able to talk about the reason why you have them on the show.
1: Right. Yeah. But
2: you right. guys, I'm saying you didn't do. You guys did a terrific job. But I'm saying that to me is the one thing I see when it comes to interviews oh. is people so often ask a question and they give this multiple choice. Yeah. No. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> give me one question. <laughs> That's yes, is it.
2: yeah. one question, one at a time, it. one at a time. One question, That's one great. answer, and then you take it from there.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, we appreciate Thank you, Joe. You. We appreciate everything you've done yeah. for the game, everything you've done for Notre Dame. And, you know, we hope to see you at Ohio State. I will be up there for USC. Great. But, you know, hopefully we can get everybody, everybody out, everybody and see the Lucky Underdogs. And glad yes, everybody indeed. came out to see us.
2: Thanks, guys. Yeah. Take yeah. care. Good Thank luck. Right. Yes, Shouting
0: off from Lucky Underdogs brought to you by Believe Network. Check us out on Bally Sports in Cincinnati. Enjoy the rest of y'all week. As always, go Irish. We got Desert. it, Bye, guys.